Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Nez back. East Society Podcast. ESP Skate Edition. Or, uh, no, not Skate Edition. What the hell? Oh, uh, ESP Skate Society. I haven't done one of these in a while, everyone. But um, we got one of uh, the newest members of the East Society. Last time you heard his voice, he was on the Magnez Podcast. But tonight, he is officially... An e-societor or whatever you guys want to call it, but uh, I'm gonna start him out right with uh, with the skate society. But uh, Rob, what's up, brother? How you doing? What's going on, man? Thank you for having me, man. <laughs> yeah, I got to, got to, man. We, we've talked about skate stuff and old skate videos, so yeah. Uh, hopefully, this is gonna be audio. I'm, I'm gonna try to get some some uh, clips from it and then make a quick little video or something. I don't know. We'll see what we're uh, what we're doing tonight. But uh, tonight, um, before we dive into, we're going to talk about uh, some of our favorite skate videos that we grew up watching, be it mm-hmm. when we were teens or if we're still watching them today. I watch the new stuff today, but it's mainly just clips. It's never like a full video. But um, let's just dive into your little history on skateboarding. Uh, when did you start skating? Uh, when I started skateboarding, man, dude, I was like, I think I was like 13 years old when I first started skateboarding. And that was when I first got my first board. Um, the history of how I got my board is because uh, I went to the barber shop and I never, I didn't know what a crew cut was. And I wanted to get that haircut. And so I went to the barber shop. <laughs> And I told him, I want a crew cut. And he's like, all right, cool. So I thought he was going to get up and give me like a fade on the sides and, you know, just like um, touch on my haircut and, you know, just do it, just trim it up. So when he, he just like, on my first, I'm like, oh, what the fuck? (laughs) My brother (laughs) was sitting there watching me and he was just started laughing in the uh, barber shop, but everybody was looking at him like, "What is he laughing about?" And so I was just like looking around with my hair like on my chest, saying like, "Oh, what the fuck did I just ask for?" And so when my dad picked me up because I was wearing a hat, and my dad's like, "All right, did you guys pay him? Give him a tip." My dad and my dad was like, uh, "What about you, Rob?" I was like, "Yeah, I did." And my brother was like nudging me. He just started laughing. He's like, "Dad, look at him." And take off your hat. And my dad's like, what? What do you do? And so I took off my hat and, yeah, I was bald. And so <laughs> I went to my mom and I was crying. I was like, oh, my hair, my hair is not going to grow back. And my mom was like, no, your hair is going to grow back. Just stop crying around. And so she felt bad. And so she's like, what do you want? And I was like, I want a skateboard. Everybody has skateboards at school. I want to be cool. And so she went to this one local skate shop here. It was called Cowtown. I don't know if it's around still. Um, I haven't been there in a long time, man. But uh, my first skateboard was a Mana skateboard. I don't know who makes it, but it was, it had like uh, religious stuff on it. And I thought that was going to be cool. But uh, my brother, not my brother, but my cousin, I uh, knew that I started skateboarding and so he invited me over and he was teaching me a couple of tricks, how to grind and everything. And he's like, let me try your board. And so he was bigger than me and he tried to do an ollie on this rail, but he broke the tail and it was a new board. 
Oh. And so he's like, oh, man, I'm sorry, man. Here, you can have my board. And so I didn't skate that board for like at least a week. And so he gave me his board. That was a Dark Star, a Chet Thomas board. And okay. man, yeah, I was like, oh, man. I don't. He's like, yeah, Dark Star is more better, man. You should start uh, getting these boards. They're more sturdy. I was like, uh, I guess so. And I didn't know nothing about skateboarding. But later on, <laughs> I started uh, researching uh, skateboards, like what feels right. And I know, like, when I first, after I started skateboarding, I knew that I loved riding the 8.5 skateboards. And so that was my thing. And um, I know that, uh, I know I talked about it on my podcast, what my skateboarding uh, um, style was. I was freestyle skateboarding because I loved watching Ronnie Mullen and watching the Mike Vallely skateboard, skateboard videos. Um, and seeing other skateboard videos, like, um, was it, uh, uh, was it not Chet Thomas, um, Chad Muska, his video, uh, Guilty, the shorties video. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know. I think, yeah, the globe video too. Um, that was the best one that I ever had. I was watching that, like no other man, like watching Ronnie Mullen and getting the D1 Swan versus Ronnie Mullins videos, the one and two. Okay. Um, about what year was this when you started skating? Oh, man. Uh, I think it was 2000 and... I think it was 2001. Okay. I started skateboarding, like, fully, yeah. 2001. Yeah. And how old are you now? I am 33 years old. Okay. Because I was like, wow, 2000. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, way, I'm way older than you. I'm like 20, 20 years older than you. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, well, before but before we roll on, I forgot to, to mention this. For those of you that don't, excuse me, that don't know Rob here, Rob Jackson, man, he is the host of the Classic Wolf podcast. And uh, it's an amazing show. Definitely seek it out. Follow him on Instagram and every place else. But uh, on your last episode, I, I just remembered it. Seeing when you're talking about your hair, when you talk oh, about yeah. getting the perm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see. I see it in all its glory right now. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Um, at first, I thought you were joking, and then I saw the pictures, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. but, <laughs> uh, that was that was a cool episode, man. Definitely, everyone check out Classic Wolf Podcast. He's got uh, about how many episodes do you have now? Um, I have tomorrow's going to be thirty three, so thirty three episodes. Yeah, yep. You guys got thirty three to listen to, or when the new one drops. But um, you'll probably hear this after that drops anyway. But um, yeah, for me, skateboarding. I started late seventies. Like I was riding. I wasn't really didn't didn't get really too serious until. Uh, probably when the 80s started and then I really really got into it and it was just doing my thing and uh, mainly just rolling around and boardboarding but then as as the years went on I started seeing because nobody was really skateboarding in my neighborhood when I first started other than my brother but he wasn't doing tricks he was mainly uh, he skateboarded but he was uh, really into BMX mm-hmm. so he, he was out there doing all that and I've never had a bicycle of my own 
um, to this day. I mean, I can ride a bike, but I've never had like my own bike. Um, so all I had was a skateboard. So I, I rode that around all over the place, uh, going to uh, my Boy Scout meetings and just could not wait until it was over so I can bomb the hill uh, to go back home. Uh, one of those little bitty skinny banana boards, those plastic ones. Uh, so I, w- I got into that. I didn't really get those big, big wood boards until the 80s. Uh, the first one I got was um, we were at a dance at uh, j- junior high, and uh, I saw this one guy hid it in the bushes, and I didn't like him. So I just stole a skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then I eventually, uh, my mom, she, I, she got, I had a kamikaze board. It was an action sports board. Uh, for those of you who don't know what it is, just look up action sports kamikaze board. I had the rising sun on it and everything. Um, and then my first, first board was a, uh, um, a Christian Asoy hammerhead. Um, th- it w- is the same shape as this one. This is my son's. He wrote it. It was too. If you got Rob can see it. Look how flat that is. Oh, he didn't like it. <laughs> he didn't like it. So um I just took this. I'm gonna hang it here in the studio. Um but that that was a mine was black, but it was just like yeah. that. It was the first one that I had. I rode that until I snapped it, and then I had to save all my money and everything to, to buy my my next one. I don't even remember what that next board was. But I, I do remember my well, my first two, my yellow sizzler, the banana board, and my Christian Asoy, uh, the, the black one. So, But then after that, I couldn't tell you how many boards I, I've gone through. So many. My favorite skateboard that I had uh, that I wish I could get, but I'm not paying a million dollars on e- eBay for it, was uh, the Nottis Coppice board. I think it was this, the first one that he had. No, 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 no. no well, you, I think it was the third board he had. When he, mm-hmm. um, when they, when Santa Monica Airlines did that deal with uh, Santa Cruz skateboards and they started pumping them out, uh, a buddy of mine, shout out to Tough in, uh, in Albuquerque, he's got one. He found it at a flea market and got it for like ten bucks or something. Oh man! And I, every time I see him, I say, dude, come on! I said, I, I give you a hundred dollars for it. All I want is the deck. Mm-hmm. You can have the trucks. You can have the wheels. I give you a hundred bucks for it. I just, I won't ride it. I want to. I want that because it was. That important to me. That was my favorite skateboard I had. I had a purple one, a red one, a black one, and a white one. And all broke. Skated them until they just snapped. But then he started changing, coming out with other different boards. I didn't like... Uh, he's my favorite skateboarder of all time, not as coppice. But I, I didn't like the the boards that came after that one. It's just, I don't know, the shape. It was kind of almost the same shape, but I just didn't... It didn't feel right to me, but yeah. since he's he's the one that I know that has one, and I, I still I spend years. Come on, dude, man, just, here here's a hundred dollars. I'll give you cash right now. Just give it to me. Yeah. So, but he doesn't want to part with it. So, hopefully next time I go down to Albuquerque, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Come on, man, I'm gonna wave that money in front of his face. See <laughs> see if he takes it. But he's just gonna jack that too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I want it so bad. I want it hanging like right next to me every time I record so I can look at it and just touch it. Like, oh, man, this board's awesome. Uh, when it's to my time to lay it in the box, that's going to be in my arms. 
I'm be holding it. <laughs> was grasping that board to death, man. Yeah, no one's gonna get. You got to break it out of my my bones if you want this. <laughs> but um, yeah, skateboarding videos. That's what we're here to talk about tonight. Mm, um, yeah. When we started watching skateboard videos, I didn't have a VCR. This was in the VHS days. Uh, our local skate shops, be it Skate Station or Willow Skates or even um, out in San Francisco, uh, used to be Fogtown, then it turned into Concrete Jungle. They had a little rinky-dink beat-up TV in the corner, and whatever the latest skate video was on, they'd have it. Um, I remember going to Willow Skateboard Shop, and um, it was uh, – no, no, it wasn't. It was at a surf shop closer to my house up on the hill. It was when um, the Pal Peralta video of the Search for Animal Chin, their third video, came out. And I remember we packed that little skate. It was like a skate surf shop. We packed it, and we all just stood there and watched that video from beginning to end. And it's just, it was amazing. Uh, when we first got my very first VCR, uh, my brother brought home uh, a VH, a couple VH, VHS tapes with a bunch of uh, I had the first two Powell videos, the the Bones Brigade show and Future Primitive. And it had um, the great Tahoe skate jam or whatever. They had a big vert contest. Uh, the Oceanside contest they had in the 80s. Uh, I believe Mark Gonzalez won that one. And uh, it was in some other little random little skate videos on it. But back then when we were kids, I mean, street wasn't a big thing really it was mainly just vert or pools or downhilling and and freestyling i mean well rodney mullen when he was little a little younger and watching him and being amazed on what rodney can do i mean he to me he is hands down like probably the, the greatest skateboarder that ever stepped on a board I mean, there's a bunch, a bunch of legends. I mean, I'm going to be speaking about the the guys that I grew up watching, the the Tony Hawks, the Christian Assoys, the Lance Mountain, basically the whole Bones Brigade, the, the Mark Gator Rogowski. I know he's a sore subject to a lot of people because he he's a murderer and he's in prison. But as far as skateboarding, I thought he was good. And the Z-Boys, all of them, and Stacey Peralta and Jay Adams and Tony Alva and Shogo and all those guys – um, watching them grow, watching them. Uh, no, I didn't really get to see them until much, much later. But growing up, seeing them in the magazines, all we saw, we had magazines. But once the VCRs came around and the VHS tapes started coming, that's when we really started getting into videos. Because Tony Hawk, I knew everybody's names, uh, like through Thrasher Magazine or Transworld. But when I finally got to see them skate, like skating a ramp, skating those Del Mar. Uh, bowls um, and just went, wow, man, these guys are just ripping. And the very first time seeing Rodney Mullen in that first uh, Bones Brigade video show when he's just just freestyling on the street, then he's in a park. Mm. I just just blown away by what he can do way back then in the 80s. But to see what Rodney can still do now and he's in his 50s. I know he's older than me, but he's still out there doing it. I mean, he's dedicated uh, to the to the life of skateboarding. I know people with well, now the skateboarding's in the Olympics. That was neat. It was cool to watch, and I liked everyone that participated in it. But I know people like, oh, skateboarding is a sport. I I don't really I don't think so. That's my opinion. I think skateboarding is a way of life, and that's what I've 
lived pretty much my whole life is, just, is about skateboarding and just mm-hmm. watching these videos of all of them. I'm seeing, I mean, that first Bones Brigade video sh- show, uh, Lance Mountain is pretty much the star of that video. If you guys haven't seen it, the whole video, all these videos I'm talking about are on YouTube. Uh, you can go check those out. So, I mean, that, that was like my introduction to that. But out of the PAL videos, Future Primitive, the second video, that's my all-time favorite one. Only because our local hero, uh, Tommy Guerrero from San Francisco, he's that first section of the, the first actual uh, skate section in the in the video. He starts it off of him just bombing down these. It, it, it doesn't look like much now, especially to, to you young rippers. You probably look at it and laugh, but to us, that was amazing because skateboarding has come so far. I mean, when you started skateboarding and watching the videos that, that you talk, you're going to talk about. Yeah. I mean, I, I probably won't even, I maybe might know one or two of those skaters in it. Yeah. So, but I do, I do watch the new stuff. I see the stuff of the guys that are on Instagram and, uh, and the videos that are on YouTube. I mean, it, it's, it's so easy. And so, so, we can, we're, we're the, since the internet came along, we can get so much more of it. I mean, it was tough to come across these videos because the videos, I mean, they were selling them on VHS tapes. They're like $40 to, to buy one of those. And we're like, I ain't paying $40 for that. So we just go to the skate shops and stand there and watch them. So that, that was good. What was the first skateboard video uh, that you had seen? Uh, the first skateboarding video, video that I've seen um, well, that was when they came out with the forward one videos. Um, okay. it was just like a mix of uh, different skaters and just in one video. And I remember seeing, uh, Ronnie Mullen in there and that's when I got introduced with Steve Caballero, um, street skating. And when I saw him too, man, he was an inspiration. I, that's when I tried to do like bird skating too, but it just wasn't for me. I'd rather stick to street as in freestyle skateboarding. Um, but with the, with other videos that I've had in my past, I've, I think the one that I've had always watched was the globe video. Um, I did have the zero video, um, back in the day when Chet Thomas had long hair, not Chet Thomas, Jamie Thomas, excuse me. Uh, Jamie Thomas had long hair back in the day and, that video, man, like with street skating, how it evolved now. I mean, people, people, skaters now are very, very, very creative with their tricks. And when I saw this one skater, um, I think his name was Andy Anderson, uh, skates for Etnies. Man, dude, like he, he switches up skating, uh, skating street and freestyle skating mixed together. And man, do you have to watch his videos? Um, it's on YouTube. Um, the one video that I've seen that introduced me to him was the Peralta video. It was a, uh, I think it was called Seeing Him video, um, starring Andy Anderson. But going back to when I first started watching skateboarding videos, I think the four and one videos and plus the zero videos. And we used to have this one guy that came to our came to our church um he introduced me to what the shorties videos and that was when i first got introduced to chad and muska um plus with the playing the uh, old tony hawk pro skater game and doing my research with them um 
like uh, watching like the first woman that was really badass at skateboarding was uh, Lisa Steamer. You know, watching her skate. Yes. And man, dude, she's a fucking gnarly ass skateboarder back in the day, man. And she still is. She still rips, man. I just like I seen a video of her um, recently, you know, chopping it up and skating. And damn, dude, she still got it, man. And just watching her and watching uh, what's his name? Um, one that skates for DC. Um, uh, Danny Way. Danny Way okay. has skateboarding, uh, skateboarding video and watching him, watching his video with DC and um, was it watching, uh, was it girl, the girl video? Yeah. Um, she and Bob Burnquest, watching him and his, uh, his big old skate park. And I tried to do, do his trick too in the bow, but man, dude, I can't even skate in the bow. I'm too scared now to ride in the bow. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like, like I said, I just rather, you know, ride around in the in the park or in front of my house. And I try to get back into skating too, but and I do my knees. I just fucking, or uh, I think I'm just too big to ride the board because <laughs> my knees. I, I'm, I'm still out there. Um, I'm what three fifty now, and I I still do it, man. I mean, I roll. I'll grind, I'll do rail slides and all that on just a little small curbs. But I, I like going into the bowls. I like riding the quarter pipes. I mean, I don't need to do tricks. I go up and get grinds and rock and rolls and stuff like that. But I just love, uh, I love going fast now. Before, I didn't really go fast, especially when we were doing street tricks. We would just go in just the speed enough to do whatever we were doing, to ollie onto the rail, to grind or just ollie downstairs or something like mm. that. But now I'm just, I just take my time, man. I like to go fast and just carve, carving. I remember watching the older guys when I was younger, watching them carve, especially like watching the old skateboard videos, like the old uh, Z-Boy stuff of uh, Tony Alva and Jay Adams on how, just how amazing they were. All they did was just carve and, and rip. And I mean, that's, I love doing that now. I don't, I don't need to do flip tricks or anything. I just, I just get, I just love being on my skateboard. That's why I always say that skateboarding is a lifestyle. It's not, it's not a sport. I mean, I do it cause it's, it, it keeps me alive. I mean, yeah. I'm like, like that documentary in, uh, the Tony Hawk documentary, the new one, like Rodney said, I mean, he can ride until the wheels fall off. That's yeah. that's what I'm going to do. And Rodney Mullen being such an inspiration to everybody, to guys my age, to to rippers your age, and to the the new school, the new schoolers mm-hmm. that are out there ripping. Everybody knows who Rodney Mullen is, and a lot of people know all these new skateboarders or old skateboarders because of the Tony Hawk games. Like uh, you brought up uh, Alyssa Streamer. I didn't know who she was until yeah. I saw her in that game. And I, there was a, there's a part when you, you do so many, then they show you the little 411 videos of each each of the skaters that are in it. And I saw that was the first part t- time that I had seen her part in a video. And then I was like, damn. And then YouTube and all that, I can go and watch her now. She did a um, ep- Epically Later. I don't know if you watched that show. And, and they talked to her. And she's still out there doing it. I mean, she's not going as hard as she used to, but she's still, she's still out there. So that's cool. But yeah, I mean that that game introduced me to a lot of people, 
and uh, Chad Muska, same thing, the video game. Yeah. That got me to go watch his video parts and just like, damn, this guy rips. I mean, even in the game, he was skating, holding a big radio. <laughs> like, <laughs> that those games are skateboard videos in a, in a whole. I mean, it's those are amazing. I, I love playing those. The later games, the Tony Hawk Underground, they were fun, but it just got harder. And then now I'm just yeah. like, yeah. Like, it's not like the PS1 or the PS2 versions of it when it was easier. It was hard, but it's like it was easier to control. Now there's the knobs, the buttons everywhere, and it's yeah. just too, my, my old hands can't can't deal with all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, I do. Like, but the video games, man, like, yeah, like, going back to, um, like, Skate, uh, was I play Skate 3 now, but going to uh, like the Tony Hawk skateboarding video or the video games, yeah, dude, like, I got introduced to that game, like, with my brother. My brother introduced me to that game, and he's like, hey, man, you like skateboarding? I was like, yeah. He's like, here, I bought you this game. So he got me the first one, and so I played that game too. I was always scratched. <laughs> so <laughs> and uh, that was when uh, to- Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 came out. And I play that game like every every day, and um, just like watching the skateboarding uh, skaters on that game, man, it's just especially hitting like their moves, their specialty moves. And I was always yeah. thinking as a kid, like, is that really possible to do those tricks? And people like, skaters, what's that? No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, it's just like like um. Like saying that the watching the um, doing the specialties on the game, and like thinking as a kid, is are are those moves really possible to do in real life? And you know, watching the the, the new school skaters, it is possible. It is possible to do those tricks. You know, you yes. see them all the time, man. Like doing triple kick flips, triple heel flips, uh, doing back flips, doing front flips. I mean, it's crazy now. I mean, it's a revolution, man. Skateboarding. I mean, skateboarding has changed so much mm-hmm. from since since I first started skateboarding in the late 70s to, to now. And like you said, those crazy moves in the video games that you don't even think are possible are possible. Yeah. And it's crazy. I watch all these guys on Instagram or YouTube, whatever, just doing the craziest stuff. Man, when, when I first started doing handrails, like downstairs... I was just happy enough to be able to go much, much skinnier and lighter to get on there and go down and just like, yeah, that was like, fuck, yeah, that was enough for me. But seeing these guys flip into it, flip out, grind it, then turn it to a rail, then flip back on the ground to grind it down these long rails that are going down like 20 stairs. It's, mm. it's crazy. I mean, uh, the first video that I seen uh, Frankie Hill in was public domain. He was skating with um, Brandon Chapman and... No, not Brandon Chapman. Um, oh, man, I can't remember. They have a, somebody Chapman or something he was skating with. But Frankie Hill was amazing. And, uh, and then his part in Band Miss, he went off a little jump rap onto a rail and went down like, I don't know, like 30 stairs. I don't think he made it, but just to get the balls to do that. And especially these kids, man, it's just, they just, they go for it and they go hard. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy. I mean, it's not like, 
before when uh, before in the earlier videos it's like you if you wanted to be in those videos you had to be a number one uh skater like you had to be number one in the contests that was how you were able to get your video parts uh mm -hmm. in these old school videos like today you and i if we can go out and make one we could go mm -hmm. to the park and just film some kids, put it all together on our computers, and then put it out to the world. I mean, yeah. it's that easy. Everyone, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm jealous of, of today's um, generation of skateboarders. Because when we when we were, if we had to make, I have some old skate videos. I need to get a VCR. If I get a VCR, that I'd be able to put, uh, transfer some of those skateboarding clips that I have myself onto on my computer and then put it on YouTube or Instagram or whatever. But everyone's got a, a pocket of camera, video camera in their in their phone in their pockets now. It's crazy. I mean, it's it's awesome and it's amazing because that's how far technology has come as well as skateboarding. So like, man, you you see someone do an awesome trade, do that again, and you can fill in and turn that little kid into a little internet uh, skateboard sensation. Yeah, I, I think that I think today that's how they find a lot of. Uh, of new rippers out there. They just go to YouTube and go to Instagram and then watch these kids do these amazing stunts. I mean, they're, they're stunts and tricks, man. It's crazy in what these guys can do. Um, I was watching uh, this little documentary on uh, China Banks in San Francisco on uh, when people first started skating and how we skated it in the 80s. To We were just carving. That was enough. Carving around the bench, that was enough. But... Now that these guys are doing just crazy flip tricks in and out of those banks and just hauling ass in the, on those little those banks. If you guys don't know what China Banks is, look it up. It doesn't look like much, but man, today's today's rippers, they're out there destroying that spot. And it, it's not a spot that you can go to. It, it's a bust. Go in there, get your run and get out of there or, or film yourself, get your footage and roll. So, I mean, that, that's how it is, because um, a lot of the stuff in the skateboard skateboard videos that I grew up watching was a lot of the local spots that we skated all the time. So that's what was cool, seeing that, talking to other skateboarders from, from other parts of the country, like, oh, my God, you skated that? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, I've been to that. There's a, a skate video that I love, I still watch today, it came out in the 80s. Um, it was a local one it was called Sick Boys. You can watch it all. The whole video is on YouTube, and it was all about the these local skateboarders in San Francisco that went all over the place and just ripped up all these spots. I did uh, on if you go on a YouTube channel, I think our first Skate Society I did. I did some clips from uh, a couple clips from from that video, uh, the Sick Boys when they were skating the hook. That's in the outside of Oakland or skating Blood Bowl, which was. In Oakland, it was an empty swimming pool. And I mean, those are the spots that we hit. But since you put them in videos, everyone thinks like, oh, my God, you got to skate that. How was it? I mean, to us, it didn't seem like it was nothing because it was something we can just go to every day. But to people that are on the other side of the country or just maybe in hundreds of miles away here in California that just rip it up. And, and it's amazing watching these old videos. And it's it's crazy. I think. Some of my favorite ones that I grew up watching, other than the PAL videos, was when H Street came out, Shackle Me Not, and then Hocus Pocus. Those ones, like, blew everything away. Then we got the Plan B video. Um, 
was it questionable or something like that. Then the real video came out. Mm-hmm. And then then I started to lose it on the videos because I, I became a father and I had to work, work, work. I was still skating, but I was mainly focusing on, on my family and everything. But then once the Internet came around is when I really started watching all these new rippers. A lot of the new guys, I don't even know their names. There's one guy that I follow on Instagram. He goes by like Red Curbs or something like that or Slappy Curbs or something. That guy just, he's amazing on what he does. And and it's crazy. But uh, as far as new skate videos, what what's one that you did you just love? Like the one that I can, uh, that's just all on the top of my head. Um, it's what the, uh, I think it was a Danny Anderson video. The one I got, I just talked about. Um, that's a recent one that I talk that I've seen. Um, the second one, I would say like the Shane O'Neill video. Um, that was like a new skater. Uh, I think I had seen like little clips of him and dude, that dude just fucking ribs, especially like with Danny Anderson, um, doing a pogo on the, on a rail. I mean, fuck. I mean, <laughs> like going yeah. back to like different, going to back if it's possible and shoot these little, these kids now, dude, they fucking rip. They fucking, it blows my mind to even think about the tricks that they're doing today. You know, just like um, doing like kick flips to the rail to kick flip out to backslide to 360 flip out. It's just crazy. You know, back in my day, I mean, I sound like an old man. <laughs> back, back in my day, it's like we never did that. We never even thought about that. But these kids now, man, they're just they're doing it. They're doing it fucking you now. Like going going to it's going off the radar of mine. Like with my uh, creativity at skateboarding. But with these guys, man, they're fucking just ripping out there and shredding, shredding over there. And especially like with, um, I went to the skate park the other day and this skate, this skate park video, this skate park has been there um, ever since I started skateboarding. And it was Challenge Skate Park. And this dude fucking, he was like a kid. He was like in his, looked like he was like in his teens. And this one um, hip, he fucking just went up it and did a, I think it's called a laser flip now. It's called a laser flip. And then he landed back into the bowl. And I was like, what the fuck did he just do? Like, and nobody didn't even catch it. And I was just like, fuck this guy, man. But just like with tricks like that, dude, it's crazy. It's crazy stuff to watch. Um, but with the videos, man, like, I think like the recent one, dude, that was like the same one that like, uh, seen him, seen him uh, video uh, with Danny Anderson, the Peralta video. You have to watch that one. It's on YouTube. I was just watching the Andy Anderson one, and it's it's crazy. I mean, I'm now I'm watching little clips of Shane O'Neill uh, from uh, his video, the extra bit. See, I've never even yeah. heard of this kid. I've never heard of this guy. <laughs> But watching him do just, it's amazing on, on what these guys can do now and how far skateboarding has come. We were happy just to do a 5-0 grind or a hurricane <laughs> or feeble. Yeah. But now these guys are just all in and flipping into everything and flipping out. And it's it's crazy. I mean, just getting slappies, just feeling your trucks hit that curb. <sighs> that was enough for us. 
But the stuff that they're doing now is nuts. It's it's crazy. I I can't believe it. But I love watching these these videos. I don't think I'd ever be able to do uh, these tricks. But man, but the and these these young cats, man, they go hard and they mm-hmm. go hella hard because this is all that they do. This is their life. They skateboard for a living. And it's cool, though, man. I mean, I'm not hating on any of them. Good. Good for them. If I could skate for a living and I wasn't as big as I am now, I mean, I'd I'd do it. But I don't know, man. I feel it now. My knees, ankles, everything. Because when I fall now, it's like (sighs) I lay there for a minute. (laughs) I don't just jump up. Yeah, I I got it. I could do it. No, I just like (sighs) sometimes I'll slam so hard. I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm out of here. <laughs> but yeah, dude. It's, it's crazy. I, I can't believe it. Dude, this Shane O'Neill guy is just ripping. Just, again, flipping in, in and out of everything. It's, it's, it's crazy on what these guys do. And I've said it before. They go big. And when I say going big, they do things longer, farther, higher, Mm-hmm. And just or even when they're doing trick flip tricks off of something high, it's mm-hmm. it's crazy on what these guys do now. But uh, for you young rippers out there, or any you rippers that are out there listening to it, um, if you're gonna go big, make sure you have spotters. I don't like seeing these videos where these guys are going hella big. They get their trick, but they roll out onto the road, then bam. Uh, yeah. Get hit by a car or just barely getting hit by cars. I mean, I'm glad that these guys are are alive, but there has been uh, some rippers that weren't so lucky. They did lose their lives doing something that they love. I mean, there's there's guys that got hit by buses and everything or trucks or whatever. But just know your surroundings and just have spotters. That's that's the main thing if you guys are going to go big. Or yeah. even um, I know some some guys, especially in these videos, uh, they have earbuds in. I I can't do that. I never could. I need to hear my surroundings. Um, yeah. I, I can't. I can't just have music blasting in my ears because I'm I don't know if there's a car coming or honking or whatever. But because yeah, even in these videos, I love watching the uh, the slam sections. Yeah. We all fall. We all fall, everybody. <laughs> so, but when these guys fall, I mean, either their earbuds fly out of their hands or out of their ears, their phones fly out of their pockets. And I don't know how these guys, another thing, I don't know how these guys can skate in these tight pants. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm from a totally different era of skateboarding. <laughs> we did not have these tight pants. Uh, again, nothing. It's not, it's it's fashion, and if you can skate in them, cool. But uh, what's his name? Uh, Tony Trujillo. I said I watch him. I saw he was at a skate park one time. That was the first time that I was introduced to him and how bad he was. But going watching his video parts, a lot of the stuff he did for Vans, I think. Was it Black Label or, or Antihero these skates for? I, I can't remember who he skates for. I, those are probably not even his sponsors. But watching him rip. Yeah, same thing. Tight pants. But, I mean, he, he's still out there killing it. Look up Tony Trujillo, everybody. But another good ripper that, that if you guys don't know who he is, he's a little 
He's probably around your era, somewhere in the 90s, 2000s. Uh, John Cardiol. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he came out in the early 90s. Because I remember seeing, he was he was younger, his first part that I had seen. And then he just, just blew it up and ripped it up. If you guys watch his Epically Later, that, it's a really good documentary on John Cardiol. All hail Cardiol. He... He got into an accident and like slammed his head and it just messed up. Uh, they got like his spine and everything and his leg. He can't really move it good. Yeah. He didn't. They didn't think he was gonna be able to walk ever again. It's a cool documentary. It's a cool skate video, guys. If you guys haven't seen that or watched the uh, epically later uh, series, I think it's on Vice or one of those channels. Or you can just go on YouTube and pull those up. Yeah, but the one they did on him, it was good. Um, but he's back on his board. I mean, he rides his bike mainly, but he he's not doing everything that he could do before. But it was good to just see him step back on that skateboard. I mean, there's another awesome video. If you guys look up John Cardiol and Mark Gonzalez at the uh, Sunset Car Wash. I think it was in the video, Fucktards. Um, they were jumping off. Uh, they're doing bonuses off the roof of this ca- car wash, but there's this huge bank down the side of it, and they were landing on it and going down. Cardiol did it first. He got juiced and did it. Mar Gonzalez did it second. He made it. He did a boneless and made it off, but when he landed on it, when he got to the bottom, to the sidewalk, it, it threw him, and he slid on his face. It looked like he slid like all the way across the street on his face from what they we know i never saw no pictures or anything but he said he lost his eyebrow and his saw the skin oh, yeah look that look at that video up it's uh john cardiol and mark gonzalez at sunset car wash it's 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 crazy i mean i again they go big and that's how big these guys go man it's crazy i think that spot they did something to it so you can't really skate it anymore but um I got my wheel tracks on that bank. I just went backsided it. I, I, I wasn't going to try to jump off no roof. I, I don't, even in my young daredevil days, I think the most, I five stairs was probably the most that I've ollied down. I've never really went super big. Or the, um, I don't know if you've heard of the, it was a classic place in San Francisco. It's called EMB, uh, Embarcadero, the uh, Justin Herman Plaza. It was a bunch of, cement blocks on these red bricks. Uh, we used to skate that all the time. There's all kinds of videos there. If you, if you just look up EMB, there's a ton of videos like Mike Carroll and Javante Turner, uh, James Kelch, uh, Rick Ibaceta, and all those guys down there. San Francisco locals just just tearing it up. And I used to go down there and tear it up too, but uh, they, they remodeled it. They gutted the whole thing, and they took out all those blocks that we used to skate. And then now they have all those little skate stoppers, the little metal things that are on the edges. But these guys are hardcore. They do break them off and still rip it up. But it's crazy on what they do now, especially in these videos. I mean, growing up watching the videos that I grew up watching, they it was they went big and hard. But I mean, like, like you brought up Danny Way earlier. I mean, did you see those videos of him jumping the Great Wall of China? Yeah, I seen that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. I, I don't even think I would attempt not to jump the Great Wall of China, but to do those um those mega ramps. 
Mm-hmm. That they do, they go down full speed and then clear and then hit that big giant quarter pipe. No way. Even if someone said, hey, man, there's 100 million on the other side of this. All you got to do is g- get to that side and you can have it. You don't have to land. But I don't even, th- I'd be too scared to even go down those steep <clears throat> ramps. I mean, I don't know. Do you, do you ride your trucks tight or are they loose? Uh, I used to, well, I used to, when I first started skateboarding, they're loose. But now I ride them tight, you know, because I'm a big dude. So I was like, no, you don't want to, like, go lean too far. And there you go, like, fall on the ground because it scrapes up the <laughs> board. It's like, oh, my God. But, dude, like, going back to your, um, like, the the big ramp, have you seen, like, the, the skaters having the helmet with the camera on it? So you know, like, what it is, how it feels like to just go down those big old steep Ramps, man. It's like, oh, it turns my stomach even thinking about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, again with technology, on the yeah, the the, the they own their GoPros or whatever they are that they they fit on their helmets. Mm-hmm. Or I've seen guys that had them like strapped to their chest just to get that that view, yeah. and it's it's nuts. I mean, mm-hmm. doing those mega ramps is probably like that's like the biggest you're gonna go. In my opinion, everyone, yeah. because I mean, the first time I saw that it was it was Tony Hawk doing it, and then um, Andy McDonald built his his mega ramp, and everyone started doing it. Um, I don't know if you've seen this little ripper out there. Uh, her name is Summer. Is it Summer? I think her name is Summer. Little um, little Asian girl. Man, she she rips. She she just tears that. She's I've seen her do the um the the mega ramp. She uh she did it um with uh, Tony Hawk. Uh, she she jumped that thing. She went down. She cleared it, but she had to feel it to make sure yeah. that okay I can do it. I cleared it, and then she went back up there the second time. Boom! Did it like it was nothing. Yeah, man. Uh, she, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, shout out to those guys, man. Like uh, the people that are out of state, out of the country, man. Because I was looking at this one dude. His name is um, Yoto uh, Horigami, and he's a street skater. He was in the um, the street competition. I think it was what competition that was, but he was ripping like no other on that that um, that uh, video. I think I was on YouTube, um, but he was skating with the ones that I just uh, was talking about, um, Shane O'Neill, and I've got the, the other guy. What is his name? Um, not Dustin. Uh, dude, I've got his name, but dude, he rips pretty good too. He's like he's like Dustin, not Dustin, but Shane O'Neill. But how he flips this trick flips the board it has perfect control and he just like spins and then he catches it on catches it in the air and he fucking just lands it like perfectly you have to watch his videos and um going back to the documentaries man like have you ever seen the ali balala video the one that uh the guy that skis for baker um he's uh i think it's on vice um, it's um, a documentary about him. What's and his name? 
Ali Balala. E L I B O N L A U A. English. Okay, I think this is it. Oh, this is a drummer. I don't know. I love to search it up. Yeah, he skates for Baker. Yeah, man, he's his that documentary is sad and it's like, oh man, like uh, like what you said, like these skaters, man, like they they get a t- they some of them get take a how'd you say um taste fame and they go they go too hard with drinking and alcohol and yeah. the drugs and you know some of them lose it they just they some of them that get too involved with that and they um they just mess up that talent and with him man like he was you know he was skating and i guess like he was drunk and i guess he messed up his bike and another pro skater that was riding with him on his motorcycle you know died and i guess he woke up from his coma and he woke up and he was like what happened you know i want to go home and he just told him that your your friend passed away and I guess he went to prison, came out, and I guess he tries to skate, but he can't because his leg is messed up. But he just rides around. He's from uh, the UK. I mean, you should check out that documentary. It's really good. All right, I have to check that one out. Have you seen um, All This Mayhem with uh, uh, Taz Pappas and I can't remember his brother's name? Mm -hmm. They... They were hard, hardcore. They went hella hard. Yeah. Um, one of the brothers um, ended up, I think he killed himself. Like he jumped in this water or something and drowned. But it's crazy skateboarding. I mean, a lot of these documentaries, I mean, a lot of skateboarders, even the, the ones that I grew up uh, idolizing. I mean, like I brought up Gator earlier. There's a good documentary on him. It's called um, Shh. Oh, what the hell is it called? Um, I think it's it's not Shred. Um, I can't remember the, what it was called. Um, Stoked. That's what it's called. It's called Stoked, The Rise and Fall of Gator. Um, this documentary is on YouTube for those of you that want to watch it. It shows when he started skateboarding his rise to fame in the eighties as being uh like one of the number one skateboarders in the world and then to where skateboarding changes and then he just didn't change with it. Because like like we talk about these new rippers that are going big, skateboarding was changing when the nineties hit. And like if he had all kinds of money but he was just I don't know. He 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 went crazy. I mean, it's it's a good documentary. If you guys haven't seen that one, it, it's he's the one that murdered someone and then ended up going to prison. But to see his rise to fame and then his fall to yeah. just ending up in prison. And there's also uh, Christian Asoy, his documentary. Uh, I think it's called uh, "Rising Sun: The Legend of Christian Asoy" on his claim, his where he started his rise uh, in skateboarding to where he ended up going to prison for however many years. I mean, it's it's a crazy documentary. You guys should uh, definitely check those two out. 
there, there's a lot of good docs, gay documentaries out there. There's a new one that I'm that I'm watching now. It's on um, Netflix. Um, it's about a young, a young ripper, a young trans ripper. Um, the hell is this one called? It's called uh, "Stay on Board: The Leo Baker Story." Um, uh, says this sports documentary about a transgender skateboarder, Leo Baker, features interviews with Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, it was about uh, Leo Baker. Um, and it uh, shows him, well, him, her. I mean, not, not to disrespect anyone, but um, in order to be in the the Olympics, that first time they did skateboarding in the Olympics. Yeah. Um, he identifies as as a man, but in order to be in the Olympics, he had to be in the women's category. So it, it was. It, I didn't finish the documentary yet, but it, it was. It was the story of skating and then doing the the transgender stuff and everything. It, what I saw so far is pretty good. There, there, there's a lot of good skateboarders out there. I mean, if you want to watch a really good ripper, that's a a trans skater. There's this. There's this um gal on um um Instagram, uh, Marby. I can't remember her name, but she she rips. She's a uh, um, I don't think she's from the Bay Area, but um, she goes by uh Marby Princess on um, Instagram, um, and she rips. But if you want to hear her story, listen to uh, the Nine Club podcast. Either listen to it or watch the videos on YouTube because they film it all, and uh, she tells her story on her whole skateboarding story and how she uh, was treated within the skateboarding community as being a trans skater and everything. But it's, it, it's amazing. I mean, there's, there's good rippers everywhere. Um, yeah. My buddy, Mike and now Mike, it was on your shirt, Mike Marin. <laughs> yeah. We were going to do a skateboard documentary on uh, indigenous skateboarders, but then the pandemic hit. Oh, so it kind of it kind of threw that uh, on the on the back burner. Uh, we still want to do it um, eventually because I had lined up interviews with a lot of a lot of rippers. Uh, shout out to Dustin Craig. Uh, he was going to do it because he does a four wheel war pony. But I didn't know you then, so yeah. considered you marked down. You're going to be in this video once we get it. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> we'll interview. We'll interview you. I don't know how long the the, the documentary is going to be, but we're just going to interview as many uh indigenous rippers as we can and then film some stuff and then put it together so that's it's a project that we that i really want to do uh mike and i because mike goes hey man is there something that you want to do and i said yeah i want to do a skate a skate documentary on native skateboarders so uh that's that's in the works everyone it's only in the talking stages yeah but i, I did reach out to some other rippers but then the pandemic hit and that just ruined everything. But now, I mean, it's still out there, everyone. Don't say it. Think it's not. Um, but since it kind of calmed down a little, we want to go out there and, and do it. I don't know when. Um, I got my plate is full all the time. So, But I'm going to probably slowly, slowly get his, get this footage and interviews and then we'll, we'll throw it together. I'm going to film it all on my iPhone. So... <laughs> 
I think that's that's going to sound. I think that's a great idea, man, because there's a lot of indigenous skaters out there that, you know, don't have like a platform and stuff like that. That they were badass. I mean, the Apache skateboards, I mean, they're fucking dope-ass skaters. Um, Joe Buffalo, I mean, he's a dope-ass skater, too, as well. Um, Who else is there? I mean, there's like a lot of skaters that I... What's that? Have you seen his doc, his little documentary? Joe yeah, I seen it. yeah. It was, I was I was watching something, something on Instagram. Someone goes, "Hey man, have you seen this?" And I didn't know who this guy was. And I watched his little documentary, and I was like, "Wow!" I reached out to him, but he never got back to me. So maybe you should give him a shot. <laughs> see if he give you come on your show. I did. But, I tried um, to him. Yeah. Oh, did same. you? Yeah. Same. Um, he, he read my message, but you know he didn't. You no. Know. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, he, I saw that he read it, and it just didn't didn't answer. But I don't know. His, his place probably full as well. But um, yeah, Apache skateboards, uh, wounded knee skateboards. Um, there's a bunch of little indie native skate companies out there, mm-hmm. and uh, it's there's there's a lot. I follow a lot of them on on, on Instagram. A lot of good artists. See, those are the type of stuff. Um, if I buy one, I want to hang it on the wall because uh, I like. I want to get one of Joe Buffalo's decks and mm. just hang it here in the studio. Um, shout out to uh, Four Wheel War Pony, Dustin Craig. I got this one from him. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, yeah, I can Nav- see it. Yeah, Navajo skateboards. Yeah. Um, he's he's got a bunch of uh, different designs. Um, I need to get it. I'm going to skate this one. I just need to put it together. I'm going to skate this one and I want to buy another one and hang, hang it in here. Mm-hmm. I'm not, it's like, I don't have room on these walls, but I'm going to try to make room for skateboarders and everything. Cause I have uh, one of his other ducks. It, it was Dex. It was a cruiser. It was a uh, Apache. Um, I think it was an Apache warrior, but, uh, I skated it for a little while, but then, I think I got a new deck. I just want to hang that one on the wall. He's got a lot of different designs. He's a, he's an amazing artist. If you guys don't know, check out Dustin Craig. He's on uh, YouTube as well as Instagram. He's got a lot of skate footage of himself. I met him when he was a teenager. He won the skate contest in um in uh, Window Rock, Arizona. Mm-hmm. They had a skateboard contest there. And that was the first time I met him, and he ripped. And then. Once the internet came around, I like typed in his name and saw that he was still doing skateboarding stuff, and he still does. I mean, he's still doing his artwork and everything, trying to. And he's a uh, film, a uh, filmmaker or a documentary maker. He does he does a lot of stuff. Yeah, reach out to him, dude. Try to get him on your show. Uh, I got to work out of time with him. I, I had asked him. He goes, Yeah, I mean, I, I died down. He was the one I also got in touch with to see if he wanted to be a part of this documentary we're doing. He's like, yeah, man, just just let me know when. And then, yeah, again, the world fell apart. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I was talking about Mike Moran, and he was saying, like, there's a lot of uh, stuff that was coming up in his field that he wanted to do. But ever since this pandemic, man, crumpled us. And, dude, like, there's, like, a lot of stuff that was going to happen, but just never happened. And like with the other people that I've talked to, they had other plans too that they wanted to do. And ever since like the pandemic happened, you know, it just never came to be, but you know, everything is starting back up. So hopefully everybody that, you know, had their ideas are going on and hopefully that they, uh, 
they can do it. They can uh, see through it and you know, let them let other people watch what they're doing. Do you have any footage of yourself younger younger years skating? Oh man! Or pictures? I think I've had. I think I have to look for it. It was me doing a burial kickflip. Um, dude, like, I think I have to ask my cousin because he was the one that had the camera. He was the one that was trying to videotape us, and we. I used to have a camera, but I don't know. My dad sold it or something. Um, I used to have my dad's uh, old video camera and. Uh, <laughs> the big giant ones or the smaller ones? Like those small, because they, they're the small ones that the camera comes okay. out. Yeah, yeah, I used to have one of those. No, those the ones that we had when we were filming videos, <laughs> those big ones you stuck on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> it was like about like this big. <laughs> those things were heavy too, and it fit the whole giant VHS tape in it. Yeah, but, I mean that's. That was what we did. And a lot of the videos that I watched growing up, it's, that's how they were filmed with those big giant uh, camcorders. Yeah, now that's it's just crazy. This. Yeah, that's all. It, and that's, <laughs> and, and these, these little phones, I mean, I'm jealous of you, of you young rippers, man, because everyone's got a phone in their pocket. Everyone's got a video camera. Yeah. And they can, you can easily get your part. Oh, man, that's awesome. You can edit it on your phone, then throw it up. Yeah. On Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or something. I mean, that's that's how easy it is now. So, I mean, for for me, I mean, just thinking about this documentary that I want to do, I'll probably just you know, I want it to be a short one. It doesn't need to be an hour long, maybe 20, 30 minutes, maybe. I just want to interview a couple couple of rippers, uh, male and female, and then just put it together. Um, find some music to talk to some artists and see if I can get some music and then just and put it out there. I mean, I, that's all I want to do. I want to see my name filmed made by Kevin Nez and Mike J. Marin. I mean, I want to do that association with, I can't remember the name of his film company. <laughs> he told me, we actually started making a film. We shot some scenes, but then the world fell apart and that got, uh, it was one of his new movies that was going to tie into the smudging. Oh, we filmed, we filmed um, at least f- three or four scenes. I want to say three. Uh, I'm in that one, but I'm like behind the camera. You can hear my voice. You, you'll probably see myself in it eventually, but we started filming it. We were filming out in the woods and then we filmed out by, by this school. And then the world fell apart, so we had to stop. But I mean, eventually, once uh, we we sit down and figure it out, we're gonna we're gonna get back to that project because that was that's actually the first film that have I've been a part of. I mean, I've been in his documentary that uh, seeing uh, Cinema Red. I was in that first one uh, talking about horror movies and everything. But I mean, it, it's crazy. But yeah, dude, when we when we start this. This little skate video. Um, I'll I'll come to you. You don't have to come up here. I mean, I'll fly down there and just film you if you can find pictures of yourself back to doing whatever. I can just easily just blend that into the into the video. So, but yeah, it's it's something. It's not going to be anytime soon. But it's 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 a project that we're working on. It's going to be associated with the Magnus Podcast, associated with uh, associated with ESP Skate Society. 
I'll make sure all, all of that and as well as Mike's company. And uh, we're not doing this to be rich, to make money. We, I just yeah. want to make it and then just put it out there. And hopefully the, the indigenous communities, the skateboarders will, will check it out and, uh, and spread, spread the word on it. I just want to do that. It's something in my bucket list. I mean, cause I, again, we've, I've talked, we've been talking about skate videos this whole time. Yeah. And that's something that I want to do. There is skate, indigenous skateboard videos out there. You just got to find them. But the, uh, the ones that I, that I watch are uh, four wheel war pony or Apache skateboards. Because all those guys, all those rippers on that team, they rip. Or as well as Joe Buffalo. Yeah. And he's 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 got a story, everyone. If you guys haven't heard his story yet, look him up, man. He went to prison and everything. And he came out and now he's just ripping. So it's cool, man. But um before we get out of here, uh one last skate bit video that you just love. Or one that you just watched over and over and over to hype you up to go skateboarding. Dude, like the um, see what's that one? Uh, the one video that I can remember or that I always watch that makes me want to go skate is the D1 Swan video, and I forgot what name was that, but it's just like a clip. Um, it's him skating in San Francisco, and he's just manually like crazy. I mean, this guy, I mean. I don't know, like, but to me, when he was battling Ronnie Mullen, I mean, there were, uh, to me, it was a tie because both of them are really badass skateboarders. But for him to do these manuals or like fucking like three, six, it was like a video, watching a video game, a live video game. But, oh, dude, I can't really, um, but this, yeah, the same video of uh, him skating in San Francisco, dude. Oh, man, I can't really, I can't. can't <laughs> I can't think of the name, but that's the video that I can uh, picture myself of just skateboarding and like doing tricks, uh, trying to do tricks. But yeah, I think it's I think it's that one. You have to go watch it. It's on YouTube. I think it's like the third video, maybe the fourth. Um, I can't really say, but dude, yeah, that's the only one that I can think of right now. Yeah, he's got so many videos and mm-hmm. just stuff that he's filmed himself and and the videos like the one the i think the first one that i saw of that that rodney series was um the almost round three rodney Mullen versus day one song mm-hmm. that that video was amazing i mean i mean to see rodney Mullen, the first time that i saw him on a regular board not a freestyle board was that a uh, plan b board questionable his yeah. part in that I it I was just like oh my god, I mean he took his freestyle moves and turned them into street street skating. I mean a lot of the stuff that he does. I mean everyone was like how the hell does he do it? And now you see these new rippers doing the stuff that he can do, but he he's still out there doing it, and he's still out there creating new and harder tricks that only he can do. Until it puts that on video and then everybody starts trying it. Like I'm watching that video right now. Uh, the the dark slide when he was just flipping it and then rail sliding on the on the yeah. grip tape and then flipping it off before he comes off. I remember the first time we saw that, everybody was trying it. Um, yeah. a buddy of mine, he came close. He got the flip to the grip tape and slid. He couldn't come out, he couldn't bring it back out. 
Yeah. He tried, 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 and then just kept falling. And I mean, as far as Daywon Song and his manuals, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a tie between both of them. I mean, they're 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 both street skaters, but they both totally different styles on how they approach their tricks and how they pull them off. And the balance that they have is amazing. I, I, I can't believe it. I mean, it's, it's like you said, like you when we said, when, these are video game moves and these mm-hmm. guys are really doing it. it it's crazy. And uh, I love it. Yeah. Definitely check out almost uh, the round three, Rodney Mullen versus day one song. Cause these, these guys are out there killing it as well as all these new rippers. Yeah. Be it female or male, they're out there. And even the youngsters, man, you see rippers as young as three or four years old out there ripping. And and it's crazy. I mean, I give it to these youngsters because they have no fear and they don't have to work on Monday. We <laughs> do. <laughs> we can't go as hard as we used to. We got to go to work. Yeah, man. So, but um, uh, Rob, before we get out of here, let everyone know where they can uh, hear your show and uh, follow you on your socials. All right, man. You guys can follow me or listen to me on at the Class of World Podcast on Spotify and whatever you listen to your podcast platforms. Uh, you can find me or, uh, yeah, find me on uh Facebook. That's Robin Jackson with the Class World Podcast page. On Instagram, it's going to be Nightwing Rob. That's N I J H T W I N G R O B B. Go follow me with the Class World Podcast page too. Yep, definitely follow everywhere that he is at and listen to his show because uh, this brother right here, man. I'm glad that I'm glad that we're friends, man. I'm glad that we're brothers, man. It's it's awesome. I. I Doing podcasting has brought you in my life, Russ, uh, James, and Stephen, and and everybody. I got still got to still got to get James on here at some point. Mm-hmm. I already had Stephen on the show. I got to get James now. But everyone, check out the Classic Wolf podcast. Listen to the show. Uh, follow him on Instagram, everywhere, Facebook as well. And again, Rob, you're officially a part of the E Society now. So. I have to get get you a shirt. <laughs> I need to get another one. I, I need to get another one. My E Society shirt ripped. I was hit the. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't the skating. W- I fell. <laughs> <laughs> the um, we call it the NWO one that I did for you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, everyone. Uh, if you guys have seen, I'm gonna put it up again for those you haven't seen the the NWO uh, version of uh, ESP, the E Society podcast. That's definitely. Um, I need to make stickers and I wasn't even thinking about shirts. <laughs> I was just thinking about stickers. But, uh, yeah, man, I will definitely do that because I, I want that on a shirt. <laughs> I want it on a hoodie too. So I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it all out. But yeah, man, uh, Rob, brother, thank you so much for coming on and giving us uh, a little background on your skateboarding and the skate videos you watch. Again, you just introduced some new skateboarders to me that I never heard of. So yeah. I'm going to definitely check these uh, more videos of them out. And uh, all the videos we talked about, be it Pal Peralto or the 411s or the, the Round 3, the Rodney Mullen, Day One. Um, what was the guy's name that was Pal? Andy. A- Andy um, Anderson. Yeah, Andy Anderson and 
the O'Neill guy. What was his name? Uh, Shane O'Neill. Shane O'Neill. Definitely look up those rippers. The little the little clips that I was watching of him, man. Oh, the the young little gal I was talking about. It wasn't Summer. Her name is Sky Brown. Check her out. Follow her on Instagram. She she rips. So definitely check her out. There's another young little ripper. Um, she's from Brazil. I cannot remember her name. She's a a gold. I think she won the gold. Either the gold or I don't know. She's a um, was it an Olympic uh, medal? Ofani. I think so. She's from Brazil. I know that. Yeah, she's she kind of looks she she looks blonde. I think so. She's when she was younger. She used to skate in like little uh, tutus with like pink, little pink dress with fairy fairy wings. That was yeah. when she was younger. Mm-hmm. But now she's just regular little streetwear and uh, ripping it up. But yeah, definitely check those two rippers out as well. You can follow them on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And uh, but Sky Brown, she is awesome. Her as well as her little brother, I can't remember his name. But yeah, everyone definitely uh, check out. Uh, more stuff. There's tons and tons of rippers out there on YouTube and Instagram and everything else. So definitely check out everyone as well. So shout out to all the skateboarders that we talked uh, about tonight. Uh, listen to the Classic Wolf podcast. Amazing, amazing show. Uh, Rob will definitely be back for more. I don't know what. Um, but yeah. Uh, Rob, before we get out of here, you got anything else to say? Um, No, man. Pretty much said it all, brother. All right. And with that, everyone, um, have spotters. Uh, wear your pads and your helmet if you're going to go big. I know a lot of people don't like to wear them. I wear my helmet and my pads when I have to um, because I got to work on Monday. So <laughs> I can't be I can't get hurt like that. <laughs> even even just me mobbing around the park, I do fall. So it's not like I'm I fall rolling. <laughs> so but. Just be safe out there. Mind your surroundings. If you're going to hit spots that you shouldn't hit, hit it and get out of there before uh, security or the cops come and chase you away. So, but again, always be safe out there. Spotters, boys and girls, you got to have them. If you're going to go big and you go out into the street, make sure you got your homies watching your back because I don't want to see that video of you getting hit by a car or something. So, Anyway, just be safe out there. We'll talk to you guys next time. So until then, until next time, uh, be safe. And I'll I'll, I'll end it with my uh, tagline after the Magnus podcast. Rock hard and skate fast. 